Yes, sir, Bob. Corsair Radio in the thing. I got my gang here with me. We about to do this thing. It's Thursday. We got a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot to unpack today. A lot of things going on in the world. We got a nice size group in the studio here. We without one today. But I'm going to kick it to the PG and let them know what's happening on Courtside Radio Thursday. You got it, boss. Yes, sir. Hey, Courtside Radio with these starting fivers in the building. Y'all know who it is, man. Michael, the PG, the Magic Johnson of the show, making sure this thing is... What pocket burrito? Showtime! Every time Mike Kill the PG is on the mic. Courtside Thursday! And we are here to give you that, that work, just like Loaded Lux. Shout out Loaded Lux, man, here to give you that work. But, hey, it's going to be real today because there's a lot we have to talk about, a lot we have to unpack. And I hope you guys uh, buckle up because it's about to be on fire. So in the studio, of course, we got myself and my guy Bruce. But the small Ford is in the building with the shades, um, his name is the one and under, one and only White Chocolate Underdog. Um, underdog, put it on the shirt, Underdog. Underdog. <laughs> What's up, ladies and Hi, gentlemen? Baby. We talking about putting in work? Put it in work. That's what we're doing today. Man. It's courtside radio today. I'm on my ASAP kick. What can I say? It's good to be back, ladies and gentlemen. Today? Courtside I radio, you. I baby. got you. Hey, so we we make sure that we get right to the mic and we blaze it ASAP, just like the ASAP mob. Shout out to those uh, guys out there in New York doing the thing, killing the thing, keeping it. What they can say, G real. Hey, keeping it G real. Uh, but yeah, man, we got to get right to it and. We we're going to make sure that this show is talking about what we need to talk about. The show episode is titled No Justice, No Peace, No Gains. And we're going to talk about the boycott, of course. We're going to talk about the players flipping it and deciding to play. Um, but we're going to this it's going to be a lot and that's what most of the show is going to be dictated on. So we're going to kind of switch things up today and we're going to um, get to the I guess you could say least important stuff, but things that people need to know and talk about. But so we're gonna start off with around the league today, and um, Giannis won this year's Defensive Player of the Year award. Do we agree <laughs> with this? Like, what do we feel about this? Like, I'm not sure what to say. I had, if I had to vote, I would pick AD just because of what he the was Lakers defense two, was last year. He was leading in steals and blocks. Yeah, leading in steals and blocks, and yeah. also what was it? 13 statistical categories for the Lakers in total. So, but to focus on the defense, and he's that guy. So, tell me, do you agree with the voters? Um, I think Alex? that I think that the voters. <sighs> I like Anthony Davis, but when I think about his defensive presence and impact for his team versus Giannis's defensive impact and presence for that team, the same thing with Rudy Gobert. I think Rudy Gobert definitely is in the top three of that voting. This year, I think he got ousted by Anthony Davis, and even more so, I think he got ousted by Giannis. I think that Giannis's productivity on both sides of the court play a major role, and his ability to turn defense into offense plays such an integral role with what Milwaukee is able to do and that's why I think that we got it right this year actually I think that Giannis to me Giannis is both the MVP and the defensive player of the year I think that it's not a stretch to go that far this year and I think that look if it were between Anthony Davis and him uh, I wouldn't have been mad if Anthony Davis got it but I will say I'm also not mad that Giannis got it I think it's well warranted for his efforts before I disagree with that Bruce you got it what do you feel it's it's the obvious it's the obvious. Everyone hates the Lakers. Period. How <laughs> no, do you how no. are you better on defense and not win the award? How are you leading in the West in W's and like your team is doing all these you things? You can make like, the same argument though with him in the East. He's in the East, bro. He's playing the G League. You saw what's going on in the playoffs. Look at his build in comparison. It's no, the same thing bro. as AD. Nah. Not this year, but not this year. This this is what I feel. This year, he he did yeah. not deserve the award over AD, and it's obvious we got numbers I to back it up. Either way, either way would have been fine with me, but I I'm not. Of course, it'd mad. be fine with you. But of course, you're not mad. You're not a Laker fan. They keep disrespecting us, and I'm tired of this. If and Rondo win the MVP, I'm pulling up, Bruh. Right, get ready to pull up. Bruh, yeah, I'm yeah. Up to the you might as well start planning that road trip and pulling up to the NBA's headquarters because that's not happening. I'm pulling up to the bubble. 
If LeBron wins MVP this year, Brad Stevens wins Coach of the Year. Hey, shut up! But Brad Stevens never that, that won't happen. But the crazy part is, I I can't agree with this. It's not crazy, I guess, but I can't agree with this decision. The fact is that Giannis is surrounded by. You know, good defensive play, especially this year from Brooke Lopez. He was a huge part of it. Um, you have Robin Lopez. They added another guy to help protect the paint. You got Middleton out there defending. You got Bledsoe out there defending. Wesley Matthews, who's a 3 and D player, is out there defending. On the Lakers, who who's really defending? Like, Danny Dwight Green Howard, hasn't been great. LeBron James. Danny Green is still a defender. Hasn't they had great. Avery Bradley at one point. You have Rajon Rondo, who's still a capable defender. All the stuff that you talk about with Alex Caruso, you can bring that up. Man, Look, as a great defender? Bruce and everyone else on the show the has defense, been the victim of saying that he's a good defender, no, too. No, the defense is built around AD. Same thing Over with Giannis. Over there with Giannis, you have Brooke Lopez that also help protect yeah, the Yeah, no, paint. you have guys that are able to re- relieve the pressure, but think about Brooke and Robin Lopez's game. They're both three-point shooters, so a lot of the time, they're guarding bigs that are pulled out as opposed to inside interior threats. So their team, albeit yes... They have a lot more defensive, better defensive players than the Lakers, right? Yeah. They do. I concede to you that they do. Giannis's impact is still that much of a tipping point for them. And then you have to look at uh, Budenholzer. They did this last year, so you telling me that he did this in Atlanta too? Yeah, like, yeah. Like they're going, they're going to play defense. He's a good defensive coach. That's he who gets he the is. best out of his team and players on a defensive end. And the fact that. Um, Giannis gets to play within that system, which he kind of gets to roam. Like, AD sometimes is stuck guarding the best big that you have on your team. He gets out, and him and Giannis are so close when it comes to defense because they both can go out and guard guards as well, and they make it very tough. I just think that, man, AD did so much for the Lakers to where, if you look at last year, he got LeBron to play defense. Look, no, there's a lot more to say this year because you can see the evidence with what Anthony Davis's effect is on LeBron James and also yeah, the team as a whole. The team as a whole, yeah. But look at what also Giannis has done with Milwaukee. He is the, think about it, in terms of integral pieces, he is the alpha on both offense and defense. AD is both. No, agree. AD is the alpha plus one on offense. Right, because you have LeBron James, and then defensively He's he is the, the best alpha player on the team. Let's, Wait, let's cut it out. Yeah. yeah, Andy Davis at this point is Honestly, the best. I'm gonna tell you I wasn't why, gonna I'm say. A, it. No, I'm, I wasn't no, gonna say. I'm gonna it. say why he's not is because I've seen the only issue I see with AD, and it's not on the defensive end. I will say that this is why yeah, he should be that's why he's player defensive player of the year. But he on offense, he has moments where he just checks out. No, yeah, yeah, he does. Yeah, it's easy to do so with a guy like LeBron. Very true. But LeBron is still tech, I think he's still the best player on the team because like even like it's just LeBron is such he a vet. You can't go by anybody like he used to. No, like, no. Here I'll, I'll give no, you an he example. Get, he get a shoulder and the, the spin move. No, now. Yeah. I'll, give you, I'll, give you, right you. I'll give you a setting so you can make that assessment. You take out AD from this team. Where are they in terms of offense? We'll just go offense, right? Because defense, you can't compare the two. Offense, you go they're away, still you, solid enough. Because you Kuzma take LeBron, be able to, to, he you be take LeBron. You take away LeBron in comparison. Well, yeah, you got to give me another player. You have, yeah, if you take Coastal. away AD, you have no defense. Your defense becomes No, mediocre. we're talking about just offense. Nah, like offensively. It doesn't, it, it doesn't come become mediocre because it would have been a bigger role for Dwight, I would Which think. Which you don't want at this you, point you in his career. You technically do not want <laughs> right now. It would have been Especially Dwight and JaVale and, and possibly DeMarcus at this point because he may have not Boogie. been injured. Yeah. We yeah. got to also account Boogie for that. Boogie don't play no defense either, though. So. Yeah, but yeah, between Boogie's three not. big Boogie's, dudes. Boogie would have been the four. We would have been killing we would have been scoring. Oh, would have been no defense. We would have been putting up 50, yeah, bro. It would have been 2008 uh, Phoenix Suns. It would have been no Mike D'Antoni defense Suns, play. Not the uh, Alvin Gentry Suns. They played defense. But when it comes to the defensive player of the world, Boogie, but Boogie wouldn't have slacked on the offensive end. No, yeah, ever. I know. But you put him with AD, then, <sighs> you know, they're looking like the Pelicans soon, pretty much. Soon, that you know? was one of the most soon exciting coming. teams to watch. Rondo, soon, DeMarcus, yeah. and AD. Before like four the years ago. Yeah, before the injury. Four years, man. Hey, so make sure you guys remember that you can uh, always uh, hit us up in the chat, and then you can call us in. Let me get that number for you. That number is one three one zero six nine three four three zero zero. So three one zero six nine three four three zero zero. Make sure that you guys 
uh, tap in, man. You can listen to your favorite hoop show because we talk about that real, that trill, that hoop. But, uh, man, just uh, get things moving forward. Uh, we're going to keep it around the league. So we know Paul George was struggling, and he had his problems early. He finished one up. One game. He, one game, he had a bad, you know, he had a really good game. He just he just did really, really well. But Paul George, was state, he stated that he was dealing with anxiety, depression, and a bubble, which led to a late-night talk with Doc Rivers. He talked to a team psychiatrist. And I just want to get you guys' takes on that because when it comes from me, I know how serious depression is anxiety uh, is with, uh, you know, my father dealing with it for nearly five years so when somebody says that i'm like man sometimes you can't see it but it's a real thing so what, what do you guys take on it for sure it's a real thing and I'm, I'm never one to dog anybody when it comes to mental health because i always tell people like the reason the world is the way it is is because most people just aren't mentally stable we're all we're a chemical imbalance and things and we become these creatures of habit and routines and things like that. He's in a bubble. He hasn't seen his family. He hasn't seen his friends. His routine is thrown off. He's with dudes and there's no telling. Like maybe he gets teased a lot. Like who knows? Like maybe there's something in his routine that throws off his game now. I mean, but he was playing well at first, but after a while, you know, like the same thing over and over. You're waking up in this hotel room. You got workout equipment next to you with some small area. Like there's all this pressure added now because now like there's so much expected of you. And there's just like this magnifying glass on him. So yeah. I'm not saying that's not why he was struggling. I just know it was because he's playing Seth Curry, and Seth Curry is now the current husband of his ex, who he cheated on, who's the daughter of his coach. So I think that was like. And then when Seth Curry called him a, a punk as B word, <laughs> facts with some is- other stuff in there, you know, I just think that kind of sat different with him you know I think he's been struggling just seeing Seth Curry put up numbers and he can't do it but nah I'm just I'm teasing but uh nah man like it's real that's the that's, situation they're in is like something that no one's ever had to go through no. so to sit here and expect them to actually hey Himes here understand let me give you that. two lenses yeah okay. let me give you two lenses let me, let me hear okay first lens from the player perspective right Paul George right now is dealing with not just what's going on in America, but also having to be a high productive, high value player on a team that's expected to win a championship in a bubble where they've been staying for three months without being able to see their family or their friends, basically cooped up with each other, building brotherly bonds, and that's it. You're not able to see your family, not able to it see your loved ones. After a couple weeks, that exactly. it got old, man. And there's nothing that's that you can do. That's why he was hot, do. and then the playoffs came, all this pressure's going on, he's the X Factor. All of it, no, and it all, it all bundles on top of it. And the one thing that we're also not acknowledging getting... is that these NBA players, all of them right now, right, all of them are magnified, more so than baseball, more so than NHL, because basketball right now is the one sport that is drawing in so many massive viewers, and it's the only way for all of us as a nation to take a breath and not look at something that is going on that is horrific yeah. with what's occurring in our nation, and also to stop, breathe, have a moment where we're all coming together over something. Yeah. So that weight is on the shoulders of the players too. So I cannot imagine for him to actually come forward and talk about this anxiety says a lot about his ability to actually process things and also about being a man, like being able to be upfront and open with your feelings. Yes. And these guys are dealing with a lot. Keep They're stuck in a bubble. Hunt. No, because it's the truth. Like people, especially us fans, do not understand what these guys are going through. It's the first time that we're seeing athletes across the board getting stuck in a campus basically three months by themselves Bruh. without their family and friends and loved they ones. They don't even get to clap cheeks. No. They don't get to get any stress. And, and he's got a nothing. stripper wife. He's missing their out routine, on a lot right look, now. Their routine, it's <laughs> a hamster wheel. <laughs> I'm serious, bro. Yeah, yeah. a hamster wheel. Think about it. It's a hamster wheel routine. They go through yeah. the same motions every day. You're like working Ron out, said, going doing to shoot around. They're doing a bit. And, and this is what people don't realize that not all these guys love basketball. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like A lot of these guys are really good at it so so they play it, yeah. so they do it because they're good at it and it makes you a lot of money. Very, very <laughs> but, true. you know, he may be one of the guys. So <laughs> Excuse me, sorry, they, ladies and gentlemen. The other part of their lives helps keep them sane and ready to go and play, like going home with their families, doing like outdoor things with friends who aren't NBA players yeah. and stuff like that. And all of that is taken away. So For- it gets to you mentally the fact that they say everything in a bubble is basketball every day. I'm seeing other basketball There's players. There's nothing else that you can do. Yeah, there's nothing 
nothing that's else that it. you can do. So if you're not a person who's all like, the little activities they got for him gets old. That's why right? it's think about it. it. Even it's LeBron sensory overload. Think, think about it. It's yeah. sensory overload. Like mm-hmm. it's the truth. You do something enough. Like we've all had those habits. Like let's say uh, I know for a fact that I've had that time period in my life where I was ordering Chipotle like once a day for like three months straight. Right. Mm-hmm. You start eating, finding something you love. You eat it. You're eating it every day until it's dead. These guys are playing a sport which, yes, it's a game that they love, and they love it for a reason. Yeah. Some of them love it because the paycheck. Some of them love it because it's the game itself is what they love. And these guys are stuck having to eat, breathe, and sleep it 24-7 yeah. for three Basketball months Basketball was their escape, and now sometime, now it's like forced on you in a way. Yeah, you know? it's the golden handcuffs. It's That's off what my, season. My father said that. That's what he actually described. His profession, my father, uh, for those of you tuning in don't know, is a pain and addiction specialist as a doctor. So he's getting to see the best of the best and the worst of the worst. Ranging from the heroin addicts that are trying to get off to the people who are now in pain because of bad back procedures, whatever it may be. Yeah. Anyway, he's seeing the worst of the worst, and he always said that it's the golden handcuffs. He gets paid very well to deal with the worst of the worst. These guys now have the golden handcuffs. They're getting paid to do something that they love, but it could potentially turn into something that they rue, and that's the worry. And and it's just the fact that, man, you can't you can't escape it. Like, it's, it's all day, every day. When I wake up, I think about this. You have the video think about game. Sports Center too. They're getting talked about on Sports Center twenty four seven because there's nothing else to really talk about. So they're gonna yeah. see that and, and have to hear that. And too. you can't really block that out because you're no. stuck in a bubble. Where I'm pretty sure all the TV is on all of that stuff. Dude, a hundred percent. Either that bro, or they're not playing only, COD. Nah, bro. Like you have to think about it. We're men. Like we we boys. No, yeah, like, yeah. We play sports. Like yeah. If I was in a bubble with like. Y'all and we was on separate teams. You don't think I'm roasting you all day about like no, Luca with a bad the step game. back? Yeah. Oh my god! Oh it. my god! Oh this! Oh you mad? Oh there goes you gonna talk shit? Yeah. Oh there goes Austin over there? You know? Oh man, they on they on Facebook with Cali Dane, right Dane now. Looking at them, bro. Every time yeah. he sees time. Paul George across the hall, he's just like, yeah, Luca. You know, he just wave, bro. Just, every time yeah. Paul goes, he wave. If only Delonte West was still in the league, this would have been the best NBA bubble on the planet. Probably Brown would have threw him in the water somewhere and we Lakers still need another guard. Delonte West might be available. Man, get out of here. But yeah, man, um, just hopefully you know these guys can uh, take care of themselves and their their mentals and... um you know, gotta gotta be ready to play because you know the games will continue. But we're going you to know, talk more about that later. Did we did we ever talk about the whole Luca Montrez Harrell situation? No, we never really brought that up. Yeah, we can never I, really brought that up. It, but we can. It's perfect time. We're talking it, about around it, the league. Can I can I be honest with you guys? Yeah. When I saw that, uh-huh. like, are you fucking joking? Like. We've all been on a court. We've oh, all yeah. played uh, park some basketball. Stuff said that are Those crazy. guys, they picked it up because there are no fans in the arena, so you can hear everything. And plus, and as soon as you, they, you hear, hear it, it was just no, a lip read. You, yeah. All you just see it, and it's like you're gonna dude, blow up over this. I Have you a, never gone to the park I had and an played ball, man? I call true. this dude like our group chat troll because for one, he's like a Philip. Nah, it's oh, not okay. even another, our chat. It's like an older gentleman, and like he's like. Always like And I understand sometimes Where he comes from Because he always puts the Like when it comes to Like what's going on right now It's like we're talking about Jacob Blake But what about like The kid The three year old that was shot And the five year old That was shot in Chicago So he tries to change the situation So he's always you know Like put accountability On the black community Which I totally understand But You gotta put it everywhere though And another thing And I always say is like the reasons a lot of these things happen is because of systematic racism yeah, systematic and you know the social yeah. injustice systemic that we go racism, through. Yeah, yeah. So like the systemic racism and what we go through and the situations people are thrust into or they have to live with. And yeah. now like we're in this basic war zone. If it's one piece areas. of cheese and it's two rats, only one rat gonna be exactly. Able to eat, you know what I'm saying? But he's over here and he tried to compare. Montrez Harrell's situation to Donald Sterling's it's situation. Not, it's not, it's not I, said, close. I said, you woke up trying to troll today. I am not doing with this, and you old. I'm yeah, not doing no. this today. It, it I was like, you're crazy. Like I was like, Donald Sterling was a known racist, and they couldn't get him, like... They couldn't find a way to get him out because he is the owner of the team. There was an article condemning Luca about this. Yeah, there, there was an article condemning Luca for. I mean, uh, Montrez Harrell for this. And I'm thinking to myself, man, if you ever go to a park, you'll hear this. This is normal basketball player talk. No one takes it to heart. There's a reason yeah. why when you saw Luca embrace Montrez Call Harrell, of Duty. Worst staff are being said oh my you continue God. to play. Oh my God. No, no, no. Let, let's be real right now. Shit that little kids say when you're playing Call of Duty online is way worse than anything no, these yeah, NBA players say. Agreed. And Luka Doncic and his reaction to what Montrez Harrell should say when they embrace pregame, I guarantee you Luka said something along the lines of like, 
bro, don't even fucking yeah, worry yeah, about bro, it. It doesn't matter. You know, I like, no one takes that seriously. Only the fans and the media outlets have ro- ridden this wave, making him out to be a bad guy. And it's like, are you kidding me? Only that's what trash talk that, is. Bro, Athleticism like, brings that out. Let me help you. Honestly, man, only we people have never hooped before are tripping nah, about man, it. I'm gonna tell you what it is, and this is exactly what's going on all across the board. It's like it's what they choose to cover. It's like what they want us to talk about and think about. So you're trying to make out this this black man who had a moment where he called, and it wasn't right what he said. I'm like, in, in reality, but as basketball players and fans of context, who, everybody knows what that was. And him going up the next day, the next game, and apologizing to him and being a man, and they hug, and it's all good, shows what that is. And it was, Lucas, like, you know, it is what it is. Bro. He did a moment. Like, look, now I know Luca's not gonna come out and say, like, oh, black boy or whatever it was, like, while he's hooping, but Luca is definitely out there talking a little. Yeah, everyone talks barking. smack, man. Especially Luca's a guy like barking. him. 100%. No, yeah. And he's and- dogging. He's just like, you can't hold me. You can't touch me. Like, da 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 da. Pick up your ankles. Pick up your eyes. Like, whatever. Reggie Jackson getting cooked. That's his son. And, For and the then rest another, of the bubble, that's his child. Another thing we have to think about the times that we're dealing with. So people are trying to find anything to be oh, yeah. Look Come at, on, man. The black man's bad. Yeah, black the man's black bad. Man's bad. Yeah. Just so. like you were talking about with your store, with this guy, how he's always like, well, this is what's going on with one person. Let's talk about what's going on with someone else, too. Like trying to diverge and also shed light on another subject. It's like yeah. you're doing the same thing here. You're trying to paint a man in a different light when everyone in the sport, everyone that covers the sport has been around a sport period, knows goddamn well that those words, context-wise, don't mean anything on the court. And yeah. to put it even further, to nail the to nail uh, to put the nail in the coffin. If a guy were to do that to me on the court, I take that as a compliment because it's like clearly I'm saucing this guy up, yeah. and that's he it. I'm about, yeah. And I'm about Come to bust on, your man. ass even more. Bro, I've been called crafty, which is literally the one term that every white basketball player gets called because there's nothing no, else to call them. Because you Come can't on. guard it. No. You mean you're crafty. When you, when you can't guard that Jay's person, Harden is crafty. Luke out so, there no, moving no, no, no. in slow a motion, being a pain in the ass that travels everywhere. And being <laughs> no, crafty. he's crafty with it, but it's just crazy. Um, that whole situation. But I'm happy it's over and done. Moved on from it. Uh, uh, last thing around the league, uh, the Pacers fire Nate McMillan. Um, and um, man, what do you guys feel about that? Like, man. I know that he's been swept the last, I believe, three years. But it yes. seems like his team has no luck when it comes to health. Like, they're always hurt. Bruce, you, know you want to tackle this first? Like, this year they had no Sabonis. Oladipo clearly isn't 100%. And Nate McMillan had a system. It's just, man, you don't have your best player, Oladipo, for most of the year. Then he comes back and he's, he's not, not ready 100%. to go. Then you lose your all-star Sabonis. How can you truly be expected to win? I guess it's been too many years and nothing happened, so I can see that. But I'm just like, man... Go after this bubble. Go into it with the same coach to make it yeah. easier for next year, and then see. But hey. I, I am I'm honestly a little shocked by it yeah. because Nate's been doing it with almost nothing for the last three years, and I can understand that. Also, another thing with Nate is like Nate's kind of done this throughout his career, where he's like good, but he's not great. So yeah. he can get Middle you there. The pack. He's not gonna get. He'll he gets you the second round. But he's not going to really get you past that. Yeah. And I think that Indiana also sees that what they have, like, they can do something with. You know, like, if they have everybody healthy, Turner, Sabonis, you got TJ that you got for free. And Oladipo. and Brogdon, they have a squad with depth on the depth off the bench. Yeah. You know, Holiday and, like, a couple of other. Man. McBuckets yeah. He like, got that long hair To try to make people Forget what he looked like Nah bro We know who you are <laughs> You're not real, but Look the Pacers uh, Pacers Yes uh, Pacers I was gonna say Your point is valid Like we've seen Nate McMillan Not only deal with Middle of the pack teams But deal with teams That are constantly injured This is dating back To his Portland Trailblazer days Where he was a great coach With them It's just Brandon Roy's injury, LaMarcus Aldridge's injury, Greg Oden's injury, just packed and packed and packed. He did he what he could with those luck. teams. He has a yeah. lot of bad luck. Terrible I, luck. I didn't think that but they should fire him. I don't think that they should have fired him. I liked him as their coach because he really did get a lot out of that team, and it, he really resonated, and he was the last official move by Larry yeah. Bird as team president with the Pacers, and I thought yeah. that was a great way to exit. But to me... I did not expect the firing, and I think the man, only firing I, I thought did he had expect, another year, man. I thought the only coach that would get fired, and it would be both deservingly and undeservingly so, would be Brett Brown. 
And yet yeah, it was he, Nate McMillan. Yeah, yeah. Of all but coaches. even Brett Brown had it bad. But I just hear that the Pacers are hoping that if the Rockets don't go as far, that Dan Tony is out of there and that they get a shot at Dan Tony. I will never forget. I promise you, I will bring this up to the day I die. When Mike Dan Tony was the head coach of the Lakers, this meme got circulated where it shows him with his arms crossed and the Lakers were losing. I think they were on their like fifth game straight <laughs> of losing, right? And it yeah. says, "I have no idea what I'm doing." No, yeah. <laughs> if you don't have this, this guy's. He clearly doesn't. But, yeah, Nate McMillan, uh, fired by the Pacers. Um, man, crazy. So, remember, you can always hit us up in the chat to tell us um, what you think about the things that we are speaking on. Um, so far, nothing. Nothing. So, yeah, m- remember to hit us up. I know some of you guys be shy. But then also, radios. you can call in 310-693-4300. We're going to make sure that we put it on the uh Instagram page, what's up? Ladies and gentlemen, you are listening to Courtside Radio, brought to you by the Good News Radio, sponsored by nobody. No one. So, we're working on that, uh, us and EJ, we're trying to figure this thing Can out. we get that music too? Like, the superhero, like, 1940s theme music. Which is hilarious, but y'all know what time it is. It is Thursday, and it's that time of the week. So, Himes... You got this, man. Courtside Radio with the starting five. No Philip, no Mike today, but the show must go on. We got the cool three in the building. Mike Keller, PG, Bruce Courtside, Himes LA. Celtic Dump is your time, Himes. You got it. Ladies and gentlemen, this is the Celtic Dump brought to you by Courtside Radio, where every week we get the latest and greatest news in all things green, shamrock, and Celtic straight out of Los Angeles, California by yours truly, Himes LA. And in this week's Celtic Dump, you know... I've been thinking about the topics to cover, and I wanted to discuss originally what to expect from this Raptor Celtic series going forward. But I think given what's occurring right now in the nation, it's important to highlight something that's occurred, especially in our organization in particular. The Celtics and the Raptors sat down to discuss postponing Game 1 and boycotting the Game 1 of this NBA series. And what ended up transpiring was news would circulate that one Jalen Brown was very much one of the leaders in spearheading the movement that would ultimately lead to the boycott of Game 1 of the Eastern Conference Semifinals. Jalen Brown has been doing this on and off the court all season long. We've seen him standing up against racism, standing up for all of the injustices that have occurred to minorities across the board with his presence at multiple protests along with many other Celtics bringing along guys like Marcus Smart and Ennis Cantor to fight the cause Jalen Brown has both showed his colors both on and off the court and if the praise from myself isn't enough Brad Stevens just as many other broadcasters when discussing one Jalen Brown have given him such praise Just the other day, we heard Brad Stevens say that Jalen Brown is doing great things both on and off the court, and it would not surprise him if that his biggest impact would be off the court later in life. And for me, this leads me to another big point in Celtics history. As of 59 years ago, one Bill Russell began his fight against systemic racism and oppression in our nation. He, yesterday, watched as Kenny Smith, live on Inside the NBA, Walked off set, and Bill decided to take to Twitter to shout out Kenny Smith for walking off set by standing with the players and making a note of it, saying that he was proud of what Kenny had done. And if Bill Russell is giving Kenny Smith that high praise, I'll be the one to give Jalen Brown that praise, just as many others have. Remember, change starts with the individual, and if we want to do that change, enact it. Be about it. As Gandhi said, be the change you wish to see in the world, and at this point, we need more of that. So this Celtic dump is more or less an appreciation post. And again, we've discussed appreciation for from Celtics fans towards Jalen Brown before. But just know that this week, it cuts deeper. This appreciation post is about a man who's doing both work on and off the court, trying to be a better man and set an example for those of tomorrow. And that, that alone is the biggest thing any man, woman, whatever person you identify as could do. So this week's Celtic Dump is an appreciation of one Jalen Brown's fight both on and off the court, fight against racism. Be the change, be better people. Let's get back at it, ladies and gentlemen. This is Courtside Radio in the building. Yes, sir. So that's this week's Celtic Dump, man. Shout out to Jalen Brown, who has played amazing basketball so far, but he's even more amazing 
uh, with the things he do away from the game. Like, I just love the fact that he drove all the way to Atlanta that time to protest. He was tweeting, man, I shouldn't be here. I should be out protesting. So he understands, and that's why I appreciate, you it know, really someone who understands. really like what Kyrie Irving said at the beginning of the year. Kyrie was right. Shout I got out, admit, Kyrie. You know what? Can I take a minute, guys, and just say to you both and also to the fans tuning in as well as Kyrie Irving, I've been a big critic of his because of what occurred in Boston. But I have to admit, in terms of what Kyrie was saying about social justice reform and change and as to why bringing the NBA back might be to the detriment of causing such social change on a broad scale, Kyrie was right on this one. No, yeah. We have taken a step back by neglecting all the work that we have put in and as a nation so far because we are having our eyes glued to the screen, because we are no longer doing as much, because we are getting stagnant. And hey, I, I want to tackle more of that, and we will. After my favorite part of every episode Thursday, which is the hating ass hate, Michael hate. segment. Hey, Michael. Uh, Michael, we hating today? Uh, of course, the hate is always hate, real. Hate, hate, so, hate, 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 hate. Michael be a hating motherfucker. Hate, hate, hate. Hate, the hate is always real whenever you tune into the hating ass Michael segment and. It, it, it has to be talked about, and I shall talk about it. I was hoping I could have hated on something basketball-worthy or something entertainment-wise, sports-wise, but I, I just can't. So this week, I'm hating on the police officer who shot Mr. Jacob Blake in Kenosha, Wisconsin, in front of his three kids, paralyzing Jacob from the waist down. Um, it's just, when is enough enough uh we're going to talk more about this next but seriously when is enough enough man as a black man we shouldn't go outside uh like doc river said with fear you know we shouldn't have any type of fear as being a black man whenever we see the cops and no matter how we try to play was racing last night on the way home from yeah no matter how tough we try to play whenever you see that car you're just hoping and wishing please don't pull me over because i don't want y'all to come over no bs to try to just do anything to me yeah just because you bored and it's, it's not just maybe you may not you may beat me up shoot me kill me you may give me a ticket that i make i cannot afford right now with things like that all those things happen when you're a black person in this country to where no one else has to deal with. And I also have to hate on, uh, I hope people don't hate me for this, but white America. I'm disappointed in white America for not using their voices, money, and power to really bring forth change. You know, these people see it. They know what's going on. They know that it's wrong. They can talk to their black friends that they have. They know black people that they know that they deal with a different circumstance, but still they stay, they use the status quo. They say nothing. Your silence is violence. And I truly, truly feel that. So man, that, that, that's why I have to hate on It's, it's no, nothing else I can hate on, but that Michael, but, let me hear it. You said white America. And I've actually had a couple of discussions with friends of mine lately who are white about that. Right. And they get offended when people try and generalize and say white America. And I find it hysterical because why get offended? Why get offended if you recognize what's going on with your people in a group that you technically categorize under? Yeah. Why get offended? Be better. Try and be a better example. When, when people say black America, we know that they're talking about all blacks. Yeah, we know some blacks are at this level, higher level. Some blacks are still in the hood same going thing, through it. It's the same thing with black. Jewish America. You talk yeah. about it. And the thing is, when you think of Jewish America, you think of New York, Miami, or Los Angeles. Black hey, America when you is think the about, America. When you think about black, it don't matter if you're a celebrity, a star, or whatnot. Uh, you know, Sterling Brown from the Milwaukee Bucks last year was laid out on the ground by cops and things like that to where it don't matter what you are you're still black you know what I'm saying like no matter what Jay Z is a billionaire he still can't do certain things we just talked about it last week on the video they released Vince Carter too Masai yeah I am the GM and president president of a NBA a billionaire a billion dollar brand and this is how I'm treated on the uh, sideline. Like, really? This is really what's occurring? With my team winning the championship. And, and the, the thing is, crazy. And the thing is, like, normally, I understand, like, when... I understand how people feel the threats of things like... Oh, uh, the, he's a thug. Or, like, somebody that's dressed suspiciously or whatever it might have been. This man walked down in a full suit with a pass. Yeah. And still was treated like he was... 
Like, what are you doing? Like, you trying to steal or you, you, you're you a threat to me? Like, no. Like, and, and I just, I just can't fathom the, the fact that uh, Jacob Blake was shot after pretty much being a hero. He, he, he was broke up a fight, out. you know? And then you hear people like the New York Post and you see the post that they're putting up and say he had a knife, he had a sexual assault case Dude, on him. Jalen Brown talked it's about BS. this. Jalen Brown talked about this, and I think it's really important we bring this up. He made it a point to talk about how people were bringing up the fact that he had a criminal record, that he may have had previous encounters yeah. with police that led to brutal assaults. He may be a drug dealer. He may be X, Y, or Z. doesn't change the fact that at the end of the day, the man is a human. He deserves human rights, and no person should get shot in front of their children the way he did. No person should get gunned down like he did no he had person. a knife in the car man it, don't tell it doesn't matter a knife what the situation is a knife is. versus guns doesn't make sense but he was shot not seven times in the chest but they said it in the, the car in the they back. said it it was in the car then they're trying to say he was going for the knife but he's not there's yeah. video footage he could not reach the knife yeah. he what was is, shot in the back seven do times against guns. look, look like, at these come videos on. I'm gonna go online. get my knife out the car against yeah. these cops hey, like, that's look not, at those videos online that's not even something that he would have been doing you see these videos of white of cops stopping a white dude who walks out with an AK-47 and there's nothing going on he's getting calmly asked to put the weapon down like no issue you see all these videos of unarmed black men who are clearly unarmed getting pushed around kicked getting beaten almost the Rodney King treatment in full blown bat blast oh I'm down I'll do whatever you say and it seems like it's a cultural norm now with how everything's gone that's how things have gone just always remember that Dylan uh, Dylan Roof walked into a church and killed what nine people and he was just rested like he robbed a oh, liquor store or us. something. Yeah, they got so, an ice cream on the way home. It's uh, it's crazy, man. But yeah, hating ass uh, Michael segment. I'm hating on Jacob Blake's uh, shooter. Uh, the police who all were involved in that, and I'm just I have to hate on because I'm very disappointed in white America not hey, standing up. A lot of these, a lot of people, America, a lot of people say that you know that. They try to say you try to make it a broad statement by saying white America, but you guys have to know that there's a difference being white and black in America. And it has been for a long time. If you don't see that, you're being naive and you're part of the problem. I'll give you one from my community. And yeah. it's unfortunate. The Tree of Life synagogue shooting. Remember two years ago when a synagogue was a uh, man walked into a synagogue and just opened fire? Oh, and it was yeah. recorded, am I yeah. right? Robert Gregory Bowers. That man was tried and convicted. Against a minority group and an attack on a minority group, and yet we still have the cops that have shot Breonna Taylor, still cold on, blood, still, still on, on the streets, mm-hmm. not tried, yeah. nothing. So it's crazy, man. So that's that's what we want to get to. That's the uh, hate and that's my kill segment. Let me get some of that hate, 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 hate because I have to hate that, man. Oh man, hate, 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 basis of the show is man this week's episode uh, no justice no peace no games um so i'm pretty sure you all know and we just want to give our take on it you've been hearing takes all day but this is the courtside radio take man we want to tell you how we feel about it um games were boycotted yesterday as you know and uh we were close to having a canceled uh, season, we were close to uh, the bubble coming to an end because the players are—they're just having enough, you know. They're black males. Eighty percent of the NBA is black males. Uh, some of the most of the biggest stars in the game are African American males. Uh, you have one African American owner, Michael Jordan. It's just a game that African Americans are pretty much we could say reign supreme when it comes to this league, and they just had enough. So the games were boycotted playoff games which is big time and they just did such a such a big time thing man and I just have to uh, you know shout these guys out for stepping up I did a post yesterday on my page just shouting these guys out because it takes sacrifice and anything you want to do or change is going to take sacrifice and without sacrifice nothing shall you know shall ever happen you have to challenge the status quo or nothing can improve, and these guys challenged the status quo by boycotting the game. Um, 1959, I know Elgin Baylor boycotted the game, and that's when he was one of the biggest stars. But to have the entire league do it, and we talked about it yesterday through our chat, and I talked about it with Philip on live, that the NBA is the premier league when it comes to 
uh, individual faces when it comes oh, yeah. to players. Because the NFL, they, they make more money than a bigger league, but they're more known for their teams and their product. Yeah. Where NBA has been known since forever for the individual talents who make up the league. You know, all the way back to Will Chamberlain, Bill Russell, Bob Cousy and those guys moving on to Kareem, uh, Magic, Larry Bird, Michael Jordan, to uh, LeBron, Kobe Bryant, Shaquille O'Neal, Tim Duncan. Uh, now you have the Kevin Durant's, Steph Curry's, uh, Kawhi Leonard's, Giannis. Like, those are the names that build the story of the league, not the teams. It's mostly the names. So the Jason fact, Tatum. The fact that Isaiah they... Thomas. The fact that they use their, their power to do something this big is big time. But the honest truth, man, I was hoping that they would do more. But the players have decided to resume play after yesterday the Lakers and Clippers pretty much walked out the meeting saying, that's it, it's a wrap. And there, there would be no league without the Lakers and Clippers with them being two of the premier teams at False. this moment. And uh, it would have just it would just led to the Houston Rockets or Dallas Mavericks easily winning the championship, False. and we didn't want that. But what do you guys take on the games being boycotted, and uh, well, how do you guys feel about the uh, games resuming? I have more to say, but I want to hear you guys takes first. Uh, Bruce or Alex, and either one of you guys can take it. I'll go. Um, you know, me. We've been going back and forth because I know that you feel like it's better if they're not in the bubble and they're not playing games. Period. But like I said, I think the fact that you play like this is how they get the attention. This is how they keep the league on their toes. This is how they keep America on their toes. This is how we stay in the news is, yes, we're playing games. Yes, we're doing what we love. Yes, we're here and we're making money for large corporations and things like that. But in the end, they're still listening to us. They're still watching to, watching us. They're still making points about justice for Breonna Taylor, justice for George Floyd, justice for all the things that we've been through and forever last millions of years it seems like but i'm i'm happy that they boycott it um i think they should continue to do things like this like no we're not coming out at seven we might be out at seven thirty. like we might do this like i'm not gonna give you any information what are you gonna do you gonna tell me like, i gotta go home what are you gonna do send the players home if they don't start acting right no they're not they have the power right now so for them to keep their power i think they have to they have to stay in this bubble right now. Unfortunately, it is a bubble. If they were just playing games, it would be a little bit different. But with us being in a pandemic, it makes it a little tougher to kind of push forward with whatever agenda we are trying to. But I think they it's right that they boycott it. I'm glad they're going to resume play, but it's not over, and they need to continue to find ways while they're in this bubble to have an impact on the outside world and what's going on right now. You got it, Alex. Look, uh, I'm going to preface this like I have with most of these conversations and say I'm the white guy of this group, so I cannot profess to understand the plight of being a black man, at one in America, to the world as it stands, right? And so, you know, you can give us a different perspective because and the, you can give us a a basketball friend's you know, perspective. Well, th- that's the thing. Like, look... Kyrie wasn't wrong, actually. When you go and break down what he said and what he meant, think about what's transpired since then. Look at how much change was getting enforced and enacted prior to the NBA being back. And I'm not blaming the NBA. I'm not blaming the players. It's the fact that our nation, unfortunately, suffers from this acute tendency to strap onto the latest trend of issues and then forget about it like by the next news cycle. And unfortunately, a situation that involves systemic racism and injustices that have been occurring to minorities across the planet can't go unseen, can't go ignored. And that's what the media cycle tries to do. And unfortunately for these NBA players, they're the only source of media outside of the news and outside of Netflix. So everyone's eyes are going to end up gravitating to sports. So not only do the NBA players have to deal with the plight of the world occurring, but they also have to deal with the fact that they're basically the escape for the rest of the nation. Watching them play is the way that everyone is able to sit, relax, set aside all the nonsense and put aside all of the world's issues and focus and hone in on what they're doing. The players recognize they have the power and it's up to them to utilize this power properly. 
I think boycotting the system is what's necessary at this point. Because, unfortunately, every revolution has to start with violence. And we've grown to a point in our nation and our world where that violence doesn't always necessarily mean physical. It can mean economic. Yeah. And if that means the it's players use their ability to ruin the economics that is brought in by the NBA, which in turn can ruin other things, that's disruption. And the players are trying to do that in the most appropriate and highly educated format. And I have to give them all the respect for doing so because every NBA player, every one of them, let's let's be real, every NBA player that's been in the bubble has held themselves to a high standard of excellence. Sure, there's the Lou Will situation, but realistically, that's nothing. No, that's yeah, nothing. yeah, oh, that's nothing. That's that's typical why all of men, these NBA players do. have been above and beyond. They've worn masks. They've been part of yeah. campaigns to make sure people are healthy. They're proving that their system of playing sports works, putting everyone into a bubble and keeping safe. And we have to show them love because they, after every game, they are doing their part as, as getting the word out. But the reason why I feel that. I was hoping that they would step away. Me as a basketball fan, hell no, I want to see basketball. But knowing the power that those men possess because of their financial gains, their their notoriety, and the the relationships that those guys have with billionaires who have a lot of power when it comes to this country, that if they actually were to take time out and... Um, I'm trying to read this quote, Kobe Covington. Oh, while you're on your games, want to prove you're really about change, quit your multi-million dollars. That's which is ignorant because other they, they won't do it. You know, we're trying to get... Sorry, fans. I just showed a quote to both Bruce and Michael in yes. the studio. But, um, yeah, I just feel that we want the players to do more. And at this point in time, that the, the, the these players have the name power and the connection to the people with power that most typical black men Racist. don't don't have. And I just feel that, yes, they can do a lot within the bubble by spreading the word and stuff. But when it comes to true action, they can't really do much because if you're in the bubble, you have to focus on winning, too. You don't want you didn't go to the bubble, leave your family for all these months to not win. So it's like it's hard to to push you on a spot. I'm just asking you, what could they do differently from outside the bubble that they can't do from inside the bubble? Considering what we're going through as, actually, a, as, a, I think, as a world right now, no, actually, I Dude, think they're doing the, the like we always say with divorced parents, man. No, no, yeah. no this is this no, is they're something doing that a great I job. Tackle. Yeah, like this is something that I feel passionate about on that end because the one thing that I always told my parents, right after our after my parents got divorced and when I turned eighteen, I told them that they did the best that they could with no, yeah. all that they could. The NBA, like I'm not talking about the NFL, I'm not talking about the MLB, right? They ride their own waves. They try and set their own standards. The NBA has done the best they've could, and they've done above and beyond. In comparison to any other sports league, the NBA has been the best, the most proactive, and the most player-driven league out of all sports leagues in the United States, by far. And as it sits now, all these other leagues are trying to play catch-up. Like we've talked about on this program before, that other leagues such as the NFL and the NHL need to take note of what the NBA is doing. We talked about this with the MLB. The MLB having all these COVID cases. I just think that that sports is kind of a distraction because we're going to be talking about the games being played. It's just natural. We're going to talk about who won or lost because sports bring so much money and, and, you know, everywhere. You almost had it. You almost had it. You almost had it, what I was going to say. You have Vegas. Uh, who makes a lot of money from it? It brings but, us together. Yeah, it brings us together. To it brings us together, but we're not talking about what's really going on in the real world. But that's what people watch sports for. It's the one thing that, no matter what, look. If you think about it, if I were to drive down Inglewood right now, the one thing I could do, I could pull over. If I were to talk about sports with someone, that's one way to build a conversation and start. Right? That's yeah. the one way. If I go there to talk about politics, no one wants to fucking talk about politics. No, I know, but that's that's what I'm saying. Why I think to, like. Playing is a distraction because I'm not going to like it's tough for me to talk about the other stuff because it's like I'm a huge I grew up a huge Laker fan and things like that. So I'm going to watch the game. I'm a huge Celtic fan or whatever you are. uh, Yankees, Dodgers, you're a huge fan. You don't go watch the game as opposed to watching the news and see what's right in front of you. Yeah, see what's going on. And I just think that it's a distraction. And to answer you, Bruce, what I feel that if you get the guys out of the bubble, what it will allow them to do is get more time to sit down and plan. Because right now, 
there isn't a set thing that should be done. What I don't else feel, can they do right now? That no, there's not. That's, that's the thing. No, but like sit down right and, and they can talk to like the the politicians. Like you, they are. They're doing this in the bubble because you can't go meet with them. I in see person. what you're trying to yeah. say. So you're you doing want video calls there, and Zoom but, calls. But they're doing all they can, Bruce. That's no. Bruce's you can point. set up an office with people sitting away from the no, table. No, we can't so do that. All right, look Bro, at the Tesla model. Tesla says it best with what Elon Musk does. He's like, why have a business meeting when you can get it done over the phone? If you can do what they're doing over the phone, There's they're doing it. There's no reason to have an excuse to go to a business meeting. But they're, they're just, not, I don't think they're doing it over the phone because when you do you have think, time to? But we all we keep hearing is that people are having these calls. Yeah, and look at what we just talked about with Jalen Brown. Conver- conversation is one thing, but how are you going to get the action? Going? I can't, bro, if, you, if I'm playing in a bubble, I want to win a championship. So I can't you, give my full attention. You, but you Bron can't even said, Bron you said, can't I'm assume. not giving my full attention to it. I have to give but part of my attention to it. That's why Bron assume. wanted to leave because Bron was like, bro, I, I can't. I got Plus, another thing we're overlooking, these guys are still away from their families. They're still yeah. away from their kids. As a father, I can't sit down face to face with Bronny. You know, if I'm LeBron with Bronny, and um, they can still FaceTime, man. That's FaceTime is not the same. No, it's never the same. We can talk about families and things like that, but honestly, in a week, the families will be there. Two weeks, whatever. Yeah, whatever it was, it was like they're going to be there in like a week anyway. They're going to start coming next week and getting quarantined. But and and then I also also feel that you're making these. Other these billionaires who aren't doing anything at all for your cause, just more money because you're out here entertaining. And we, but, and, we, but you making, but you make not like if we don't play and not make them money, it is a bigger hurt to them and their as as far as their players and their finances than it is to the owners and theirs. A hundred percent because the owners could be like money. eventually they'll be like, all right, well, just they get don't some need new to players. worry about these but guys. Yeah, the I, players are playing for their livelihood. I disagree because I feel that not everyone's a LeBron James with a fucking hundred million dollar contract. Comes, like, there's a few players when like it, at the end of the day, like we're still the, watching a bunch of teams that don't matter. When it comes to the NBA and and you look at the top fifty players. Those guys are needed on their team. Like, if you take off Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown because they leave, what are the Celtics? Yeah, right now. Daniel Tyson. No, but, that's a, but, that, but that, as a business, you don't look at it in the, the moment. Like, they've struggled for years. We was bad for years. We can deal with a few players that, like, won't be here. We can get some good players tomorrow. Because if we suck for the next two years, I get three lottery picks. You got to remember, these guys are commodities to their business. And I'm still making money because them... Not being on my team doesn't mean that people aren't going to show up to the games. Michael. Doesn't mean that I'm not putting product on the floor. 100%. That just means I'm not the second place team, and I'm not making maybe 120 million over 100 million. These guys are still, still making money. These, the they, players are they, the ones I still that are, got season ticket holders. The, the NBA the, players they hell, need their money. Wait, wait, hell, think about honestly, this. Think about, about no, this. let me All say right, this. Let me, let me say this. Jalen Brown on the team and the way he's acting for a standpoint of Boston, they probably like get him out of here. We don't want him. We don't want to see him out here being an activist. No, yeah, it's going to be a lot of guys Just like that. Just based off of, like, what Boston represents. But I, I got no, a perfect... That's, that's not fair. I know it's not fair, but I'm just saying, think about it. That's in not that. fair, though. I'm saying... I have a perfect if, example. If, if we go to the game and Jalen Brown is still getting called the N-word or whatever it is... Hey, t- tell me Because this. he's acting this way, I'm saying... Part of the season ticket holders, I'm sure, are like, eh. No, I know. Hey, no, I agree with that. But tell me this. Think about the years where the Lakers had no Kobe, right? We had no superstar. The impact that it did on jersey sales, the impact that it did But that's on only, that's brief, Michael. bro. That's right, only wait, a wait, few wait, wait. years. Wait, wait, wait. The Lakers aren't bankrupt. No, no. Bruce, They're worth Bruce, more than when Kobe Bruce, was here. Bruce, to piggyback off of what Bruce LeBron is saying, is there. Michael, <laughs> listen. These owners are not just owners of the team. They also have their no, other yeah, businesses. The only one is the Lakers. The only team is the Lakers. The issue at this point... For the owners is if they're losing money, look at Donald Sterling. I hate to use the example, but he used them as a tax write-off for years. Yes, that's all they These need. These guys don't care. They have more money than God to yeah. be able to cushion themselves. But, hey, it's you, more Steve expensive Ballmer would to not be a winning fuck. team. Do you Steve think they're putting out replacement players if all these this guys This isn't the, repla- the replacements with Shane Falco coming in from Miami. Come <laughs> no, on. I'm not talking about I'm talking about what this they is, really... No, because this is... When you're you welcome, th- let me tell you, when you think about the history of sports... Um, you think about the names like John Carlos and Tommy Smith. You know what these guys are saying to themselves? I'm going to pull another reference from the replacements. Let me hear it. I will survive. Man, I don't hey. that. But you look at guys like Cullen Kaepernick, uh, Muhammad Ali, John Carlos, uh, Tommy uh, Smith. 
those guys, they sacrificed a lot to where they lost a lot. Bill Russell. You know what I'm saying? Bill Russell is another guy. Maya Moore, to where sometimes if you really want to make change, you have to sacrifice. Even Bob Cousy. What, what you have, you know? Maya Moore said, you know what? WNBA players don't make that much money anyway. And she said, you know, I'm sacrificing all of that because I need to be out here to be a bigger cause. Bro. I feel if these big NBA names do that, that the impact will be so much bigger. But playing basketball is just entertainment that people are going to discuss. I'm I'm gonna tell you I'm gonna tell you honest truth. I'm watching more of that three hour period of the game than what they're talking about after the game. No, I'm with you on that. I'm with you. And I wanna make also light that we but make it known if, that a guy if the game wasn't on, you're still you watching the same amount of what's talked about after the game. Now nah, you're gonna go and try to find like damn what's what's there to Michael, do? Oh you shit, can't LeBron say that. is hosting. No, no, you can't say that. No, you can't generalize you, you it. You capping on air right no, now. So what y'all think the NBA player is gonna do? They just gonna go home and, and just Michael, no, no, no. Wait, wait, wait. You're generalizing it. You're doing the same thing that Celtics fans would do in that situation. If LeBron this, if no, LeBron not just that. LeBron. I'm talking about the the total. Imagine the entire league walking. If away, the entire bro. league walked away, you know what I'd say? Good for them. Yeah, yes. But no, it. if they choose to do that, but what would fine. you be doing? What would I be but doing? Yeah, the same thing after. I was doing three months prior. I had work to do, man. Netflix we move on with our lives. Yeah, but uh, minding my own business, watching Netflix. Honestly, dude, like and you're most saying, likely putting in more effort to find not what's in, going on. If man. they're not in the bubble, and that's what I'm saying. If they're not in the bubble, and like, and and they're out here talking, or you, you're saying like they could be doing more things. Like you can't lead marches out here because then they're gonna paint LeBron as the bad person that chose to bring all these people out and. Cause the virus to go off, and they're gonna call it the LeBron virus. People are protesting anyway, so they can't really say anything. But it's not. That. It's 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 just what the media wants to cover. No, yeah, they're not talking about protests right now. But if LeBron was leading a protest, they would find they a would, way to 100%. make it look bad on him. But you don't and think that they would made Muhammad Ali look bad? Michael, we're not saying that. No, we're, we're not, not saying, saying that. that. No, no, but I'm just saying you have to sacrifice. You have to sacrifice. Bro, you can't compare two because it's unfair. The time periods are different. Unfortunately, Muhammad Ali sacrificed at that time yeah. and a societal view as to what he was doing way different than but what they're not going to have right IG Live and the uh, Fox News chopper hanging over him all day saying, oh, but, LeBron probably would smoking. So is that, is that a story? That's a story, am I right? People will watch that, am I right? Yes, but... But I'm saying, but the story would be negative that they put out. And the masses both that ways, watch this, both ways. the but, masses both that ways. watch As this, people, would, we know what, what no, they're but, doing. But we're not enough. We're and, trying to get hey, the people that hey, watch and you don't just care said, you to said understand us as a people. You said us as a people. Yeah, you might are a minority, bro. No, no, I you, know, but that's how we feel does not matter. But that's, what we do almost does not matter. That, Everything we're doing is like but that's, overlooked, that's, and no one cares bring, about it. If we bring in us together, because we can't, de- we can't depend on white America to do it because they're we not going to do because it because they're the masses. The vote never is, going, the vote the is down south. That is the problem. It's yeah. all in politics, but we can't change the electoral college. No, I know. Overnight, the issue is that we're trying to get to people in middle America that don't have. They got flip phones. Bro, when it comes to colored people, it's always a split. You can look back to the 60s. Michael, you had Martin Luther what King movement. Said. You had Malcolm X movement. It's always two different you movements. Have to and rely, we're in the same spot. Hey, you have I to rely on white never, people We never times. come That's together. The truth. No, we Bruce, came together. We've Bruce, done everything that Bruce, we, we've been doing. The same said that. thing no, no, for years, bro. Truth. 1930s, 1930s, we had a ship of Jewish men and women that came over from Eastern Europe, I believe it was the SS Victoria, I yeah. think it was, that landed in the U.S. Harbor in New York. You know what happened? What happened? They got turned away. 5,000 Jews got turned away, sent back to Europe, and ultimately ended up perishing in the Holocaust. You have to rely sometimes on the majority because they have the control. You can't. At that point, hey, wait, no, 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 listen, Can't listen, depend listen, on white America, it won't happen. My group of people blends into the white population. They show up on a ship you don't think anything of it, yet as soon as you hear they're Jewish, you turn them away. If we're not if we're not getting help from the people who have the power in this yeah. country, then what the hell are we going to be doing? So we so cannot why are we do here? this by why, ourselves. Why are we even fighting then? What do you mean? Why are we fighting? It's it's not. It's a long, 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 very long battle. No, dude. I agree. But and think about very how much progress long, was just made in a hundred like, years. Out of four hundred years, think about how much progress has been made in a hundred years from. The last hundred years where we are right now, no, yeah, four hundred years. We got rid of Jim total. Crow. No, that's yeah. a victory. No, yeah, that's Shit. a victory. But that that took more people coming together. Well, let, let's also say we 
publicly got rid of yeah. Jim Crow. Just that's saying. what I'm saying. That's it, something it to admit more to. more people. The, the best time for black Ameri- uh, black Wait, Americans man. in the country was when? The 1970s. Where where uh, the Black Panthers were bringing everyone together. It was one cause. Then it was a split again because of crack and all of these things that, that just damaged the whole uh, Black Panther Party and then the police and stuff as well. But it's always something usually where it's two people going different ways. You have a group Follow of- the money, bro. Huh? Follow the money. That's not enough. Follow the money and find out why the country is the way it is and why we go through what it We're- is because it makes them money. Everything gonna- makes them money. I'm going to throw something in for that one. We need money to be powerful out yeah, here. Right. And I want to point out the we'll fact never, that... We'll never have that. Recently, it was put it. out in the media that Jews might have a hidden agenda... And that we're using this money and we're trying to control things for a reason. Let me tell you something. If there's this Jewish agenda, I want in on it because I've not been told. So for any of you who do know, no, we're not trying yeah, to control Yeah, can you things. hook my boy up? Yeah, yeah. with it. I'm so going to say yes. Yeah, like, I, I, I've been unaware. This is not kosher with me. So there is no Jewish plan for world domination. Trust me. We just want our own little place in the desert. Hey, so, we got that. Man, I just I honestly think that the, the players, the leagues can do much more. Michael, that's playing. but that's but that's without say. That goes with a when you tell me abroad. what that is. Yeah, I'll listen. And no, if you I've see, been asking you for I days you what right that now, is. I've been asking for months. Sit down and make hey, what that European is. sports teams. I just want some ideas from Black you on what they can do hey, differently if from we the saw bubble European in here. European sports leagues wearing Black Lives Matter shirts. If you see those European sports leagues also make it a point to boycott playing, what's going on because no, of what's yeah. going on here? You better believe that the NFL. The NHL, the MLB, the NBA, NFL's going to play. I'm telling you that right now. NFL's going to play. Well, the NFL's going to play in a few months. No, NHL, they play in two the weeks. The NHL is not playing NFL today. play in two weeks. So. The NBA plays tomorrow. I know. Be- so? Because they totally didn't. They they did that little front and Bro, they, we need, they stepped back. We need the attention from the media on television, on basketball, on basketball, yes, because that's the, the, game, that's the only way that controls the voice and the politics. only way that, disagree, that these man. men influence is through this sport. I think as, I this think is how they influence that's their platform. Bro. They're using lot, the platform that they're giving that given so that they the can take that's control. That's like me telling you, you oh on a radio God. podcast and you shouldn't be doing this. You got to be outside, and I don't want to hear but you on the radio. If I was because making, that's what you do. If I was making twenty million a year, I would be out there because I would have more power out there than just because on the you mic. had twenty million a year and you don't have to worry about and you're coming not to getting the the twenty million after that. That's only but twenty million still here because you try all that other money you don't get anymore because you put it away. When you're great, they're not going to. They not. We, if, we, we passed our time. Michael, yeah, if there Mahomes, are only so many people Himes, that are great that can do that, Parker though. Burrito, that's the problem. If Mahomes walks away and does something, guess what? The Chiefs will take his ass back with open arms because he's Patrick Mahomes. No shit. But they Any will sport also would. Look at what they did to Jordan. Like that. They will also find a new quarterback. Everything is a business, bro. They always say everything is a business. You have your time and your place in the league, and you got to best own it and get your money, get your bread for it, and that's what these guys got to remember, too. Only only reason why Kaepernick became expendable because he wasn't as great as a player as he was when he was leading them to the Super Bowl. No, that was the If he was an MVP player, it's no way the Niners would have let him go. As I as I interject, everybody, um, I just want to say y'all both making great points, but both that implies two. No, like both, because clearly you two are. On we the are same on the side. same side, so y'all both are making the same argument. Michael has not made point. an argument. He just said, "Don't go to the bubble." He's not going far enough. Like I think uh, what I think what he's saying is they need to be on code, and yes. You should be on code. You want to know why you can't harm one Jewish person? Because because we band the fuck together, bro. Yes. Like ants. Like you seen the movie Ants? Or, With a Z. Yeah. Or a Bug's Life. Well, like a Bug's Life. There we go. And the grasshoppers are like, yeah. If they realize that they outnumber us like ten million to one, we're dead. What you got to realize is, I'm sorry, but if there's none of these black NBA players playing. We're not watching. Now, I think if you're going to say, okay, these black players should band together and start their own league, and black people should start group economics that way, okay then. Then you would go the route of a Dr. Claude Anderson. But that's what I'm saying. You allow yourself that time to actually sit and plan. That's what Kyrie was talking about. How Let's do you know they're not planning? Do you need to go to the bubble? We're going to get Michael a get, ticket to the bubble. I don't need so he to. Can sit in on these You know how I know they can't fully plan? Because they have games to play. 
That's two, three hours out of the day. Michael, that's two, three two, hours. Then they have practice and they have nothing else to do other than sit in their room and plan, bro. Hours out of the day. Do you know what their routine is? NBA players don't sleep. This is like four hours. If you play basketball, you have to. You have so at the end of the game, you you're going to go and talk, right? After that, King had to go to sleep. Michael, you don't know their patterns. A guy like LeBron definitely. Let me tell you, you don't know the pattern. LeBron is playing. Then he's going to go and speak. Then he's going to talk to his family. Am I right? Then he's going to have to rest and recover. He has to go to practice. I don't know. Right. Have you been day. there? Were you there? Uh, ladies and I know gentlemen, the, we're I know experiencing the, the technical difficulties. Players, no. hey. Thank you guys for listening to Courtside Radio today. We'll be Jesus back on Monday, Christ. and I'm sure we will continue hey, this conversation. Hey, Thursday is uh, Robert Ori, so make sure you guys check shout out Courtside Radio Bob. page. And shout uh, out to Baby Keem. Show love. Shout out to uh, Philip. Mike, they out there dealing with their ladies, man. On my face, I um, attacked that. We are out this thing. Play some, play some fiery, man, because this is up. It's on fire up Choose here. Choose up, little Jonathan, and pack him. We're gonna go slow. We're gonna go out slow. Yeah, we're gonna go out slow. When but thank you guys for my tuning bitch, in. I hope y'all enjoyed it, man. More to come Monday. Don't forget, uh, check out our uh, Instagram pages for Mike Kell to PG, Bruce Corsai, Hans LA. Smoking we are out piss. of this thing. Peace, little bitch. Shut the fuck up. Hey, <laughs> 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 that boy be wildin'.